Hello, and welcome to Hearty Dice Friends episode 71. My name's Grant Howitt, and this tall drink of water over here is Christopher Taylor. Hello. Hello. We're wet boys. Big sloshy boys. We've entombed ourselves in our respective offices. We've closed the windows and turned off the fans. So we're going to die live on air for you. The things we do for you, people. I have... See if you can hear this. Have my last cocktail. I'm drinking a Negroni. (laughs) Which might at least enable me to get to the halfway point of the episode. And I have the rag end of a Corona. (laughs) At least get a fresh one. (laughs) I've got the warm leavings I found in a Corona bottle. (laughs) It is genuinely indistinguishable from blood. It's just due to temperature. I mean, your blood, yeah. Yeah, but just due to the temperature. We are so fucking hot. This country has gone wrong. This country is broken. We haven't the infrastructure for it. We haven't the air conditioning for it. We haven't um, the physiology. No, we are we are lily livered, um, slack jawed, yellow bellied, hot English people. <laughs> I want... and not nec- not hot in the way you'd like. No, no, but like we're looking for twelve degrees and drizzling. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you remember wearing coats? Oh. I, saw, oh. I thought about this this morning as I as I got dressed, and I had to take off my clothes. <laughs> I have one pair of shorts, right, and eight scarves. Eight scarves. I have eight. Scarves. Yeah, and, and they're like like proper woolly scarves, aren't they? Not not like my fashion scarves. No, no, they're proper winter scarves. That just shows you what I'm ready for. Hmm. Well, our country's our country is traditionally a scarf themed country. Yeah, we need scarves to live. We're not used to this fucking nightmarish day after day of pounding heat. Oh, it's awful. Nothing helps. I tried opening the windows, that was worse. I tried closing the windows, that made it worse. I don't know. <laughs> it's just multiplicative. Yes, why not? <laughs> Everything. It's almost like it gets hotter as the day goes on, but I don't know, science is still out on that one. Yeah, let's not, let's not ascribe anything. Oh, um, in other news, I've released Crash Pandas. This week, yes, uh, Crash Pandas is the latest in a short line of games by Grant Howitt, where you take an animal that people don't hate and pair it with a crime. <laughs> it's motherfuckers very lap well. that shit up; they love it. Mm-hmm. You, although, I, I, like, I'm thinking like maybe frog embezzlement next. Frogs are cool. I mean, it you, helps if they're furry. You could just make the tabletop RPG of frog fractions. Oh, I don't think I have the brain for that, my boy. I'm not <laughs> Got quite, to put I'm it on the quite, page as well. I'm not quite non-Euclidean enough. Well, yeah. it, like, it would look like it was a page, but then like, you'd put different coloured filters over it and, and like look at it from a certain angle. And it's all written on the edge of the paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, we are ready. Mm-hmm. We are ripe, plump, juicy, emphasis on the juicy, and ready to answer some sort of role-playing game questions given to us by you and also Reddit. Mm-hmm. Strangers so why do, and friends all. Strangers and friends. What, what's a stranger? But uh, Someone no, we too, don't know. It's too trite. I can't say it. <laughs> Chris, give me a question right now before I run out of here and jump into an ice lake. How do I get my players to be drawn towards combat less? By Cosmos Cosmos. Cosmos Cosmos? Cosmos Cosmos. Is this a Reddit person? It is. Oh, stupid name. Right. Wow. <laughs> if, it, if it was a friend, we wouldn't... We They're going to be madly them. offended when, when they hear that. 
you go. No, Cosmos Cosmos is a great name. I love it. It reminds me of Butchus Butchus Galway. <laughs> that is true. My second favourite UN Chief Commissioner. Oh. UN Head of the UN after um, Ban Ki Moon. Just short well. for Ban Keith Moon. <laughs> we just don't want him. Mm. So, you can kill him. The characters, <laughs> I mean, not the players. <laughs> like, if if they approach combat, then you've just made everything much more difficult for them. And, like, you could you only need to really hurt them once. Um, I don't know, man. I've, I, I've had D&D players before, and they just... They're gluttons for punishment. How about... Here's an idea... Rust monsters, mm-hmm. shit that eats levels. Never have shit that eats levels. This is just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> this is and a joke. Also, this is a joke. It's a, it's a prank, bro. And also, ghouls. Yep. Because if you get hit by a ghoul, you've got a chance of being infected with ghoul sickness and becoming a ghoul. And becoming paralysed. Yeah. So that. Although, change it so ghouls vomit up spider eggs into the holes. Yeah. And then eat That's... the corpses so there's nothing for resurrection. No, well, no, the spiders hollow it out, but they're still like a ghoul. Okay. But it's, but it's full of spiders. Oh, well, there you go then. Spiders? Yeah. That is something you don't want to resurrect. It's full of those eight-legged boys we all know and love. <laughs> or girls. So, what we... What, uh, you just need to make combat really unpleasant, like it is in real life. There's a reason why most people avoid combat, unless they're drunk. Yeah, because you or, know what? mad. Getting punched super hurts. It super hurts, and it's quite easy to get punched. Yeah, very, very easy. Even if someone who's bad at punching punches you, odds are it's going to hurt. Unless you've been punched a lot. At which point, we, we don't, I don't want to give you advice. If you're, if, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a punch enthusiast. If you're the sort of person who thinks, man, I never get what I want. There's one way to get exactly what you want. Get punched. It's so easy. Well, that's if you want to be punched. Yeah. Yeah. So infect them with horrible diseases. Um, have the police put out a ban on all fighting and arrest everyone. In fact, kettling. Next time, <laughs> next time they have a fight against something in a dungeon, just have have a load of police turn up and kettle them after the fight's over. <laughs> just big no, old riot no, shields. No, you're, sta- you're staying here for processing, and then have them make um, con checks as they as they slowly run out of monster munch. <laughs> I, al- I always take a multi-packet of Monster Munch to, to, uh, to protests I go to because no, no one doesn't like Monster Munch it's been 15 minutes this is worse than the war <laughs> this is like Normandy all over again <laughs> the other way to do it would be the reverse of that to make social encounters more appealing mm. by making everybody in it drop loot after a conversation Oh, that's really clever. No one drops loot after a conversation, no. do they? Just if you've had a, if you had a good conversation with somebody, just all their jewellery falls off. Hello. I just want to say, I've had a lovely talk with you today. Would you like my shoes? <laughs> Actually, well, it's, it's, it's not really a would you like. It's more, it's, it's more they just sort of wordlessly take them off, yeah. put them in front of you and smile benignly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting point you make, Professor. I've just found £100 in my wallet and I'm going to put it on the floor. <laughs> You know what? You've really helped me work out this problem I, I, I've been having with my partner. So, to say thank you, here's a level-appropriate ranged weapon. <laughs> here's the keys to my cabana house. <laughs> here's the here's the hotel room key for my hotel room. That's, oh, that's a different kind of loot. <clears throat> that's a different kind of loot. Yes. 
Ah! <laughs> what the fuck was that? Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I, um, I've stacked up all of my sprues, all my modelling sprues, in one precarious pile. <laughs> uh, and I accidentally nudged them with my knee. Or, one of them fucking melted. It's entirely possible. Yeah, I... so, something structural just went. Just to give you some idea of how warm it is in this room, I can't mm-hmm. see properly because my eyes are burning. That, that isn't a warmth thing. That's a sickness thing. No, I think it's because my eyebrows are sweating. Right, okay. Okay. Do you want to maybe take a quick break and wash your face? Nope. You fucking filth monger. What? Sweat in your eyes hurts. That's how it works. My, my body is leaking into my eyes. Yeah, thanks. I'll, I'll sustain. You want, you want to get a cold drink, my friend? That would involve leaving. Well, leave, leaving this wonderland you built for yourself. Yes, because then I'll know what it's like outside. Oh, I'll never want true, to come yeah. back. It'll be like that bit in the Matrix when they when they fly above the clouds. Yes, but significantly better. Um, right. What else can we do? I I really like the idea of dropping of dropping loot after social situations, or like you've outsmarted me, <laughs> have a quid, that sort of thing. You know, you look like a boy in need of a yo-yo. <laughs> or like just every encounter drops loot, no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, it's 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 always it's always proportional to like to the XP needed. So like if if it's like oh the key's somewhere in this room and it's hidden like under a rug or something, that's pretty straightforward. You open it up and there's like like a jam sandwich behind the door. Barbarian, you have bested me in riddles. You have no idea how grateful I am to offload this Renaissance painting. It is <laughs> massive, and I have been carrying it around for the better part of three days. Now, which one of you lads wants a yacht? <laughs> Who wants to wrestle? Verbally. <laughs> Verbally, of course. This, this isn't a combat encounter. I I would like I, I I I would like to have like feat abilities where you can have like uh you, you can turn a brawl into an in, into a non-combat encounter or a mental encounter. Like when you walk into a scene, you can determine what kind of challenge it's going to be. That would be wonderful, just just to force the the most bizarre things. Well, the thing is, you can already do that with fighting, because you just hit the guy. Well, yeah, but if you do that, like, at a council meeting, it's probably yeah. not going to turn into a combat encounter. Well, it's, it's a combat encounter that you'll lose as the guards arrive. Yeah, I guess. But, like, just, you know, meeting a, a, a brigade of orcs and then going, right, mm. this is now going to happen exactly like a Senate meeting. Hmm. You'll sit round and you'll take your turn and you'll harumph. All right, I've got a plan. How many of you know how to dance? <laughs> I bought my hurdy gurdy. I've bought my sticks and my bells and my handkerchiefs, so I'm more than ready, sir. <laughs> Looks like we found our frontline combatant. I mean, dancer. <laughs> this is this is very contingent on the orcs also dancing, but I figure if you take the lead, they should go for it. Sir, I think it's okay. When they walk, their shoes make a ticky tack noise. Brilliant tap dancing. <laughs> that one has yes. symbols on his knees. Specialists, eh? One of those one orc bands. <laughs> <laughs> They're being sus- they're being supported by Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> the goblins all have top hat and cane, <laughs> and they all appear to be just just waiting on some very large stairs. 
They're just tapping their feet, just, just, just ready. So there's a second brigade coming in from the west. They're all crouched low and snapping their fingers. <laughs> Everyone from the east! <laughs> a flanking manoeuvre! Thank you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a better, if shorter and less understandable game? <laughs> yes. I had some complaints from my players, like, towards the end of my first campaign. Uh, one of my players was like, Grant, I'm enjoying the game, but I can't ever tell what's going to happen next. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please be slightly more, I don't know, reliable that, that's actually, in terms of world? That's actually an interesting thing to look at. Like, because we do a lot of stuff on the fly, we improv it. Yeah. Like, how much of it should be predictable? Well, I think, like, like um, having... Having things that are unpredictable a little bit mm. is fun. Yeah, having things that are so unpredictable that you, that, that you sort of you feel wronged or it feels like a non sequitur isn't fun. So I guess that comes down to being uh, to fundamentally reusing and reinterpreting platform that you've built. Yeah, like it's not it's not interesting if you can't plan. No, or, or like or like if you like if you're like oh I wonder what's going to happen next rather than I know what's going to happen next and then it turns out the goblins are forming a chorus line mm-hmm. oh, that doesn't make any fucking sense and like the way I, the way we finished our first campaign by summoning Kesha and it was it was D&D like Kesha does not exist in the D&D universe no um, to the rest of the knowledge she was, sorry well there may be a what? planar manual I don't know the, the the crystal plane yeah in which she sits I <laughs> No, I just forgotten <laughs> everything I just said. Yes, here we are. Yes, improv. It's it's difficult, and I think that um, I think that also it's it's about building a group consensus and, and and like being willing to go with things and being willing to to roll forward and accept stuff and say yes, and we'll do that rather than oh, I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't at all prepared. I'm, I'm upset by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of that depends on your system as well. So if you do D and D, it's heavily implied that the players are going to be able to predict what's going on. Yeah, I mean the. The rules of things like D and D kind of lay that out for you, because there's yes. a there's an accepted way of doing X. Yeah, for sure. So you can rely on that basic bit of rules. Whereas mm-hmm. when you've got more story game elements and you you're creating things for the game, mm-hmm. that becomes a lot harder. Mm-hmm. But then I guess you have a kind of internal logic to the game. Yeah, for sure, and it's and it and it's about your control. Over that logic and how far you push that, and whether it's fun and, when it, and whether it isn't, and you know how drunk everyone is. Yeah, and how silly a game it is because some games just yeah, are sure. silly, and that's fine. Yeah, I, I started a campaign of Spire on Monday night, and I had to basically harangue every player into making maybe a serious character this time. <laughs> to be fair, you've trained them very well to do silly characters. I have trained them. Yeah, I have. Um, you, you know what? I've, if you start, if you, if you aim for serious and you fail, you get comedy. Yeah, which is great. If you aim for comedy and fail, you get nowhere. You get literally nothing. <laughs> so you might as you might as well aim high and look funny when you fail. <laughs> yes. Ask me a question. I am going to ask you a question. Request figure skating one shot title ideas. <laughs> this comes from Accipitrine Outlier. Ooh, what a name! Accipitrine. Is that like is that, is that a pill or a crystal? Like a citrine? Uh, maybe, yeah. Okay, cool. I, well, don't, I, don't, I literally don't know. I think it's more fun not to know. Now, this it says one-shot title ideas. That's bullshit. 
Let's just get rid of the word title from that question. Oh, because I was going to go with Blade it. 2. Blade 2. I think that might be a re- that might already be the name of a thing. I don't think so. Is that is that referencing how many blades there are on the average figure skater? Yes. <laughs> so it's Blade to the Power 2. Uh, well, no, that's, that's, that's Blade Squared, which wouldn't go anywhere. Blade 3. Blade 3 is... I guess that would be them... So is that Blade Cubed? Yes. So it's just a very sharp dice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, anyway, so what are you talking about with figure skating here? Oh, we need ideas for one shot set in figure skating. I need I need pictures of figure skating on my desk. Okay, okay, so. Mm-hmm. Ice dragons. Right. Nobody can get close enough to defeat the ice dragons. Ah, except. Except. Fuck ice skaters, so it leaves them alive. How did you know? Oh. That was going to be my twist! Oh, I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, imagine you've got some, some rad-ass figure skaters. Yeah. Just going along like like Iceman up and down the, the, the waves of ice. That's true, yeah. And, and like, the ice dragons are like, and breathe. That's the noise dragon. Like, yeah. When they breathe, when it breathes Pwah! ice. And then, and then you'd skate over that perfectly smoothly. Um, and then hit it with a sword or something. And just ship it. Just, just like, just, just like you get a couple of razors melted into a toothbrush yeah. handle. Just uh, right up the side. Stitch that motherfucker. Prison dragons. He's <laughs> <laughs> making hooch in the toilet. <laughs> God, he's got, he's got a hoard under his mattress. <laughs> um. Come on, it's your turn. I need, I need time to I'm, think. I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, there's uh, there's a contest. Uh, goblins. Ha- so uh, goblins have um, infested the town, right? Mm-hmm. And you're playing a lowly group of first level adventurers. And actually, the goblins are too hard to fight for you. There's loads of them, and they've maybe got some, like some some ogres as muscle in there. And so, what you have to do is win the local ice skating competition. Mm-hmm. To get ten thousand dollars, because that seems to be how much all of these things Roughly, are. Yes. to get ten, to get ten thousand dollars, which is enough to hire some mercenaries to go down and kill the goblins. But the twist is, they turn up and compete in disguise, and they're really good ice skating because there's three of them in each costume. Like, 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 like you, you know those sort of like those those tight fitting um, ice skating costumes, yeah, like that, but lumpier and more moving. <laughs> And so, like, they're unnaturally graceful because they can do things like swap their head and midriff, midriff around mid-jump, if that helps. I presume, I presume it might. I assume, I assume that's a higher point score. And so, one, you've got to perform well enough to beat everyone else. And two, you have to uh, unco- you have to inform the judges, these ludicrous, ludicrously short-sighted judges, um, that in fact these dudes are goblins. I think I'd actually play that game. That's pretty good. Like, actually, that's quite good fun. Right, it's your turn. Go on. Uh, Karate Kid. It's a shot-for-shot recreation of Karate Kid. But with kid. ice skating ev- rather No, than... no, but everybody is constantly wearing ice skates. Oh, so 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 he's still teaching him karate. There is no ice He's not in the teaching film. him ice skating. <laughs> They're just on concrete, trying it's to walk really around. Fast. And then there's that crane kick bit with... <laughs> you know, the... the heads that go. Yeah. I just... I really like the idea that the seat, that the film's going to say about forty percent longer, because like when, whenever someone walks out of a scene, they have to awkwardly waddle out of there. Yeah, on like holding onto a wall. Oh shit! 
<laughs> Shit, this is hard. Original actors as well, even the dead ones. Ah, oh, I've turned my ankle. I've turned it. I've turned it. I was a karate kid, but now I'm a karate man. <laughs> Who's never seen the snow. Actually, that would be karate child, so I guess it would be karate bloke. <laughs> karate lad. Karate lad. That seems like a superhero. Karate bro? No. Okay. No. I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do I convince someone that gnolls are better than aracocras? Asks Bell. Thank you for asking that one, because I have always wondered about the pronunciation of aracocras. I, I'll be honest with you, I only read that word for the first time yesterday, so I know what they are. Because <laughs> I, happen, I happen to be reading my monster manual. So let's, let, let's, let's look at what we've got here. We've got gnolls, which are hyena-based humanoids. Yes, I like a gnoll. I love a gnoll. Love Antagonists, a gnoll. protagonists, great. Good. They look good. They run good. They love good. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. Ah, uh, eagle? Eagle men? E- eagle Eagle-based humanoids? I think I, I was trying to work out the bird, essentially. Well, yeah, they've got human bodies, eagle head, eagle wings, but... They're much more upright. R- yeah. Gnolls r- are all r- bent r- forwards and they kind of... Try and replicate that canine. The more the more bent it? forward a race is, the more evil it is. Oh, this. Well, that's not strictly true for mind flayers, but the more the more feral, primitive, and therefore evil the culture is. Uh, that's not okay. You've seen how I stand up. You are evil. Oh, yeah, I am evil. Racist, <laughs> apparently, for the last few things I said. <laughs> Evidently. Which is a kind of evil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so gnolls are, are hyena boys and eagles and aracocras. Uh, I think they're more sort of noble defenders style of things. Yeah. So the interesting thing about gnolls is that they have a really cool culture going on. The fact that they have they, they have one god and it's a demon. With two heads. Yeah. What's its name? Begins with a Y, isn't it? Yongu or something. Something like that. that. I actually can't remember. Yeah. Um, whereas Aracocras are noble. I believe. So this is something from I read yesterday. They're looking for the rod of seven parts. Oh. Someone jammed to make his. A, I've got a rod of seven parts, but no. <laughs> Got rid of seven parts right here, baby. I need a doctor. It's hinged, <laughs> like one of those one of those walking sticks that you kind of just unfurl. When I have an erection, it looks like an OK Go video. <laughs> have you ever seen a Jacob's ladder? I'm ready. <laughs> Can't stop the noise. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. I I really wish like maybe you could put maybe you could just hum next time to try and cover it. Bought you these earmuffs. I bought you these lingerie earmuffs. <laughs> Not enough sexy earmuffs, in my opinion, Chris. I've never can, seen any. You can get a very cute look with an earmuff, especially if you get little ears on top. They're very attractive. Mm-hmm, but I'm, I've never I'm seen kind any of into sexy those. earmuffs. No. So I'm thinking, like, like that's the thing. Like lingerie isn't. It's only there to look good. It's not supposed to be supportive or no, to. It's not doing a whole bunch. Or the other the, the other thing that pants do, which is to keep your junk off your outside clothes. Mm-hmm. There's not like a lot of it's made of lace, so we could have very sexy lace earmuffs, which were useless. 
Is that not just like a broken veil at that point? Well, it would it would have the stru- the structure of earmuffs <laughs> attached to your Except- head with a metal spring. Attached to your head with a metal spring. <laughs> It's a, you'd, you'd, you'd have a hairband. Yep. You'd have a hairband. So you, you could have a nice sort of erotic headband. <laughs> erotic headband. It's got pictures of boobs on it. Yeah. God, God, it's sexy. It's got the word tits written across it. Um, and then, and then you've got like these, these, these lovely, like perhaps multiple veils mm-hmm. of um, of lace and silk hanging down over one's ears, which don't do much to stop sound. No. The same way that lingerie doesn't do much to stop nipples. True. Go for that. You, you, you could have lingerie scarves, lingerie boots. I guess those are. I guess those are high heels, aren't they? Yeah, or you know, tights. Ugh. You know what? I've no fucking time for tights. <laughs> Why is I, that, pray tell? It's it's the gusset. It's the gusset. Okay. It's not an attractive part of the clothing. No. I think like I. I'm generally down with people wearing whatever the hell they want to wear, and please wear whatever the hell you want to wear. Don't listen to me. Um, a man but, who's currently trapped uh, in a in a boiling tomb, sweating in his own juices. I am wearing pants. <laughs> the pants have "Have a nice day" written on them in multiple colours, and I was hoping to try and get some pep by osmosis. <laughs> Whereas I am regretting my clothing decisions. Are you are you fully clothed? Oh yes, you live with your parents, don't yes. you? Idiot. You want to be lonely and nude like me. Yeah. Anyway, tights. Look, I I just don't get the the appeal. They're not very sexy. Stockings are fine. Yeah. Stockings are cool because they don't have the gusset. So what, I, what I'm getting here is you're not a fan of gussets. I don't like gussetry. Okay, that's fair. It's not sexy. It's not supposed to be sexy, I guess, but. I don't find it very attractive. Plus, they don't feel nice when you touch them. They make that ripstop nylon noise, some of them. Mm. Not quite that noise, obviously. (laughs) Slightly different material, but... Uh, Not better than aracocras. I mean, yeah, they are. How do you convince someone? One, gnolls are more fun. Yeah. Two... Knolls are more down to earth because they can't fly, which means they're <laughs> not. I didn't. Oh, I didn't mean that in that way. I mean that they're, um, you know, they're humble. Uh, okay. Three knolls have more types of kinds of knoll in the monstrous manual. Really? Yeah, aracocras. You get an aracocra. Yeah. Um, and gnolls, you get like three or four. Like there's, there's like gnoll lad, big gnoll lad. Oh right, sorry. I thought there were three different types of gnoll. No, 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 different different grades, but not like you know like water gnoll. So although also you can get models of gnolls from uh, from Frostgrave. That's true. So let's look at it this way, right? Gnolls. Yeah. When, let's say yeah. we're hundred percent not using gnolls. What have we got that's really really like gnolls? Orcs, but better. Oh, but better. Yeah. I don't think there's um, anything to fill that slot. There's orcs, but they're not as good as orcs. Yeah. Let's do it the other way. Aracocras. Take aracocras out. What have we got that's really, really like an aracocra, but better? Just a pigeon in a suit. Tengu. Tengu! Yeah. Aracocra have a direct upgrade. I, I will say Tengu can't fly. And are ashamed of that. Thus Tengu, making the them way. cooler. Tengu, by the way, are um, three foot tall cheeky crow boys. 
and they are radical. They're wonderful. I love it. I love a Tengu. So that's why Nolls are better than Arakokras, because Nolls have no, no upgrade. There's no direct upgrade. You can't just have sort of, like, horrible dogmen. There's, 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 well, actually, sorry, hyenas are closer to cats, apparently. They're still dogs. Yeah, I mean, they're dog-themed, but they're, they're cl- they're, their ancestry is felid. Oh, really? Apparently. All right. We looked it up when we were making character classes, when we, when we were making Spire characters on Monday. Um, um, anyway. Trust it. Well, fair. I didn't look at the Wikipedia page myself. Ask me a question. You're full sources. Uh, Samuel asks, OSR slash story game split, actual schism or false dichotomy? Someone described story games as when you jump across a chasm, it doesn't matter how strong you are or how good you are at jumping or how many chasms you've jumped across before, but why clearing that chasm matters to you and who's on the other side is what is, is what's important. Okay. Um, and OSR does not have any rules for this is important to me or this is important to the story. That is true. And if you tried to put one in there, you get laughed out of court. <laughs> out of games court. Whereas <laughs> <coughs> story games court. have to have that in by law. Yep. Otherwise we're hung. Yes. Which I think is a little severe, honestly. Well, well, you know, you've got to keep a lid on things. Yep. But, and so I think that OSR, is old school renaissance, old school revolution, old school resurgence, what is it, what does the R stand for? Old school rules, I don't, I don't know, I like research, I, I like, uh, I'm me now, I like renaissance. Renaissance works in that we're going back to something which is more old school, but mm. with slightly update, because like, the, the thing about an OSR game as opposed to an old game is that it's better. Yeah. In that you've taken the ideas that exist and then updated them and streamlined them so you get a similar experience but one that's more fun and gets rid of things like um, having a D20 system and a D6 system and a D percentile system for different parts of your character. Yes. D&D had some really strange things going on there. Well, somebody had just found out all these different shapes of dice and really, (laughs) really wanted to include them all. Gary, we got to use them! We've bought 600 ways! What the fuck is this? It's got two extra sides. It's a D8, David. <laughs> It'll never catch on. It'll never catch on. Look, I'll put it down as longsword damage. We'll go with that. You've just got to believe, David. You've just got What's to wrong? believe in the D8. <laughs> And and David's like, oh, I don't know. I suppose one day at a time. And then and then Gary Gygax says, I get goes down to look at the D12 and he hurriedly puts a, a cloth over it. <laughs> not yet. Not yet, little one. Shh, shh, shh. He'll learn in time. He'll come around. <laughs> I like how most everyone in the past was from an unspecified part of the north. Yes, definitely northern. For us. Yeah, not like Yorkshire or Leeds, but... But we're not that good at accents. No. Do we have to pick no, out an actual not. location? No. All. What was the question, Chris? I'm too hot. <laughs> Literally forgot. Chris, um, th- let's talk about something else. How are you doing? I'm doing warm. I'm so warm. I, th- I don't think I've been this hot before. <laughs> I'm doing about 180 degrees for an hour. I've been in saunas, and I don't think they were this bad. 
there's something it's just like I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep in this heat and then I'm gonna wake up in an unspecified time someone's gonna build a fucking temple around me in a tomb and there'll be some robbers coming in here to try and go through my grave goods see I'm at the point where the air is so warm mm. that I'm worried I'm not breathing in because it's the same temperature as the inside. Yes, because I can't feel it. Do you want to maybe go and open your door for a bit and waft it to try and get an exchange I of might, air? I might, I might open a window. I might go and have a huff. Yeah, do that. Okay, okay listener, you're, you're, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna let you come behind the curtain for a little bit here. Chris is gonna go and uh, let's, let's have a listen to that. Oh boy! Now, that was an experience. What happened? Legit got lightheaded. <laughs> Drunk off all the air. Yep. <laughs> should I? Should I not do it? No, I. I, I suggest you give it. Give, give it a while. Should I stay down? All right. Keep, keep talking to them for a sec. Okay. I'll be yeah, right back. So, this is a bit of an odd episode. I don't know what Grant's already talked, but it is so on that we're losing our minds. I really hope he's got some of that air in his lungs and isn't dead. Grant, come back to me, my dearest. Gosh, I can hear him. I hear him even now. God damn it, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walking directly into an armpit. It's so hot. It's disgusting. Uh, should, we, should, we another, should we do another question? Oh, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just curl up and die. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. This is by Serpenthrope. Hey, Serpenthrope. Is that someone who gives away a lot of serpents? I don't know, but they asked it three days ago on Reddit. Okay. How much do you tell your players? Pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, so, like, one option is you don't tell your players anything. It's only only what their characters determine through the world, you know? Yeah. Um, and another option is that you have a little bit of back and forth, and it's like, oh, okay, so uh, my plan was for tonight we were going to do this. Can we sort of gear up? Can, can we sort of gear up to that? So let's say, for example, hey, I've started up some goblins and some skeletons. I uh, figured you'd fight them in the mountains. So sh- should we go to the mountains? And the players can be like, yeah, okay. Oh, let's find a reason to go to the mountains. Oh, I love the mountains. Oh, I don't, I don't, haven't killed enough goblins this week or whatever. You know. Yeah, I've met my quotas. The other, the the problem I found though is telling your players after the fact. In a sort of, here's what you could have won. Yes. You missed out on the cool fucking bit of the dungeon. Well, well, then, as far as I'm concerned, it wasn't there. Yes, just not a thing. Like, like, you've got to assume your players are generally looking for plot. Yeah. And if you're like, okay, so, here's the motivations, and here's one of the things you could have done. Yeah, I could have have started a farm and started farming fucking goats. It's always goats for you, isn't it? Uh, Oh, it's just, it's a... The, 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 within in D and D three point five, they're a cheap farming option. Okay. Um, I just yeah, it, that bothers me because what happened is what happened, and it doesn't matter what could have happened. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to know that. I think like especially if you're um the, like if you're running from a pre-written adventure, it was always kind of interesting doing the playtesting for Spire and then sending over the adventure to the people after they'd played and being okay guys, so here's, like, here's the rest of the stuff that, that wasn't there. And they're like, oh, we didn't do two thirds of this. Yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah, I want it to be over in six weeks. I didn't want <laughs> yes. I, I, I wanted a modicum of pacing in my game. 
Yes. Uh, although I do kind of like the idea of the complete opposite of that. Like, how much you tell the players? Nothing. Nothing. I don't tell them when the game's on. I don't tell them what system it is. <laughs> I roll all the dice behind a screen and don't tell them what I rolled. Some people like I go, is there a is there a window here that I could maybe jump out of? Uh, no. What's it what's worth? It? What's it? Uh, what's it worth to you? Oh, I was just I was just asking because I wanted to know for my character's action. Maybe you wanna maybe you wanna sweeten the deal a little bit, huh? Maybe you wanna grease my palm with silver. I've got Snickers. Wait, no, I think I've mixed those two metaphors. You can't, you don't have greasy silver, do you? Unless it is actually greased. That silver's gone off. <laughs> that silver is rotting away. You oh, the silver's fast. Oh, the silver's gone rancid. It's only good for milk. <laughs> so, so it's only good to put in tea. <laughs> That's not cereal silver. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to drink a glass of that. If you put it in coffee, that'll be fine. You won't taste it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you it, can cook with it, certainly. Until it separates slightly. Oh. Do you remember when you were a kid? No. And uh, Yeah, that's true. You don't do. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Whenever everyone was like, hey, smell this milk. Yeah. It's never good. No, it's, it's like, never like... It's never like, oh, wow. The simple oh. fact that you're asking me that question means I know it's gone off. <laughs> if hey, you... smell this. So, hey, smell this. Oh, my God. Fuchsias. Ch- ch- is that... Is that... Is that Jesus? <laughs> I can smell an orchard I was in last year. Well, Wine country. It was beautiful. When I was in high school, we used to have a fridge and freezer in the sixth form room. Um, we had we had a sixth form hut, uh, which had uh, plastic windows and sofas, which uh, were, I believe breached several conventions, mm-hmm. uh, Geneva and otherwise. We also had a little room uh, where students would go and smoke in the bathroom. Um, I didn't. I wasn't cool enough back then. But we also had a fridge freezer. And you keep your sandwiches and stuff in there. But there was also a freezer. And we would do things like like you'd wet paper and put it in place to sort of build a barrier of frozen frozen paper and cardboard in the freezer. Because, you know, you're 15. Yeah. But also, apparently, one of the, one of the kids um, was drawing a fish for art class. And so what they'd do was they'd go and they'd, they'd put the fish in the freezer and they'd take it out to draw it and then before it defrosted they'd, t- they'd put, it, put it back in the freezer. Okay. Or just like a piece of paper with a picture of a fish on it? No, it was a fish they had. Oh, an actual fish? Okay. An actual, an actual honest-to-God frozen fish mm-hmm. they had there. Um, and then we, we, we needed a spare freezer for, our, uh, for some sort of end-of-term or uh, like Easter holiday thing. We're having, this, we're having a party in, this, in the school hall, which was itself a giant porter cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, 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 we plugged it in there and then I was leaving um, and, I, and, and I was like, oh, that fridge is empty. There's no, need, there's no sense leaving it plugged in for two weeks, is there? I'll simply unplug it and leave it here. Oh and my. the fish liquefied. Because it's like it was like it was this warm. It was it was like it was Easter in Portugal. Yeah, when I was growing up. So it was it was like 30, 30 35 degrees, and that fish became brown liquid. Oh my god! Um, and leaked out over the hall, and all, like the entire sixth form was called in to clean it up, called to clean it up, and no one knows it was me. I didn't tell anyone it was me. <laughs> of course you bloody didn't. Of course I bloody didn't. You Even people who were on my side. 
Ah, uh, there, there was only about six of us in school. We weren't that violent. It was a very small school. <laughs> Can't thin the numbers that much. No, 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 no. they'll they'll know it was a student missing. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 my unconnected experience. Good. But it is connected to fridges and heat. What's the question? I'm rotting like a fish mm. because of the heat. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Please, then. I'll put my wet glasses back on my face. Don't. Intently asks. How to search for non-traditional wizard images? Now, this is a tricky one. Mm. So tricky that I had to do it beforehand. Mm. Just to see if I could. What I did was in Google Images, Mm -hmm. I searched for non-traditional wizard images. Mm. I mean, that'll do it. Um, I got two of note. Did you get any good ones? I got two of note. Okay. One was a, what looked like post-it note. Mm-hmm. Of Winnie the Pooh smoking a cigar in a wizard robe. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is of what looks to be a wizard muscle puppeteer. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's an old muscular man. An old ripped dude with a pointy hat with a moon on it, throwing yeah. shapes. Yeah, he's drawn a moon on his hat, which he likes. Uh, why did this person need non-conventional, sorry, non-traditional wizard images. I'm not sure. What, if it's for a character... What game... What scheme are they running? <laughs> what this might not be what, marketing are we doing here? This might not be roleplay related. I mean, it was on RPG. Well, yes. Yes, then I suppose it is. <laughs> Way to yes and, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Always funnier. Uh, no, it's. Not. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, when when you know, but you burn the joke energy up right at the start. I know, and I love it. Yo, did they? What? Did they? I don't know what I said. I love it. Oh, I think said they love it. No, right, I, said, okay, I love cool. it. <laughs> as long as you're happy, I am. Um... No, I assume they wanted character art then, huh? Maybe. What? Or, or, they, or they wanted some, some, some art for a... Maybe like a, a, a gallery of past wizards? Like what? Like what's at Hogwarts? It's too late now. Okay. It's too late. We can't bring it back in. Although I would like to have Winnie the Pooh smoking a joint and muscle Gandalf <laughs> on the sides of Hogwarts. But don't forget, like, if they're, on, if they're at Hogwarts, those pictures move. Yeah, that's true. Winnie the Pooh will uh, cuss you out for being a bitch. He'll <laughs> yeah, just, just lay into you every time you walk past. Jive ass motherfucker, keep walking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Goddamn snot-nosed kids don't even know they're born. <laughs> Huffs on a cigar. Hey, Piggly, you got any more of that good coke? <laughs> Comes running in from a proper, like, art print of the front of a book. <laughs> like, 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 jolly hopping. Yeah. And Woody the Pooh swipes the cocaine off him and scene. I'll ask you a different question then. Alright. I can barely think, so this is going to be a cracker. Yeah, well, this one, this one's real easy, Chris. Alright. Captain Fancy asks, I want people to know that when they support my game, they're supporting a trans creative. I don't want to seem like I'm using that as my big selling point. It's I believe my little bullshit creations should stand on their own merits. Any thoughts? Thread that needle. <laughs> First off, don't call them bullshit creations. Touch that hot potato. <laughs> Yeah, don't call them bullshit creations, just creations. Yeah, that'll do. 
it took me years to stop to stop belittling my own games. It's really hard. I, I still do it sometimes, but I think like with the release of Unbound, I was like, oh, actually, I can do things which which matter. Yeah, like, I can I can do useful things. Um, but not yeah, you're like. Your games, I've read a couple of your games, Captain Fancy, they're certainly short and they're certainly silly, but don't say that up front. Let people come to their own, deci- let people come to their own decisions. Um, because, yeah, if I, I used to refer to my games as quick and dirty. Yeah. Um, uh, or like a stupid game for stupid drunk people, which Dr. Magdalene still is. And so is Drunken Bear Fighter. Yeah, I, I don't think that game should ever be played. No. I think, that, I think that's a crime. <laughs> Um, I think that your primary, especially in the, in, in your, your primary method of doing this, especially, this isn't going to be very funny, especially in the field of, it'll match the rest of the show, especially in the field of indie role-playing games, um, your brand is very much attached to who you are. Yeah. Um, it's not like... Less so in the old days when you'd go through a publisher and then your name would be maybe on the front or the inside front cover if you were lucky. But even then, I look at stuff that uh, White Wolf or Onyx Path, what the fuck are they called these days? Uh, Modifius, isn't it? Is it Modifius? I think they're publishing it, aren't they? Ah, well, the the, the lads are Darkness. I think it's Onyx Onyx Path. Yeah. Vampire, you know, that sort of thing. It's not possible to tell who wrote what in those books. And they've got like 20 authors. Yeah. And so for them, all you need to do is write well and the publisher will give you money. But there's no real way you could afford to have any sort of identity attached to that. Whereas, more from my point of view, from what I've seen, if you're launching yourself as an indie games creator, who you are and also who you appear to be, which is much more important, um, it matter. And so the the way in which you talk to people online, the way in which you present yourself online, I think being visibly trans and writing awesome games will help. And I think that's really the only way you can do it without saying, hey, I'm trans. Buy my game? Yeah. Because that's, that's not... I, I, I agree with you. That's not, that's, that's not really... That's not a selling point. I think that, like, if, if you are interested in making that a selling point, there's plenty of things you can do through Patreon. Um, where you can have I am uh, I am an author from a marginalised um, minority. If you support my work, that's awesome. I'll be bringing things in from a different viewpoint, and then people can support you for that. But it doesn't involve you putting it up front in the game. The other option to go the Avery McDeldner route um, and be uh, write some stuff which is trans adjacent or trans focused. Yes. Um, like oh, what was that one called? Dream Askew. Which is about playing trans people at the end of the world. Yeah. Um, and so you are uniquely, um, well, uniquely, you are uniquely positioned to write a game about trans people and to write a game about trans um, rights and experiences. And if that's something you're you're you're, you're interested in in portraying to other people, then that's a that's a feather to a feather to your bow. Is that the phrase? Cap? Feathers on a bow. Feathers Feather in your cap. cap. No. String to your bow. String to your bow. Feather to your cap. Yeah, 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 for sure. Word to your which mother. is why, which is why, I, <laughs> which is why I've been trying to write. Uh, it's why I've been trying to learn about uh, English folklore mm. and British folklore in general. Because um, I'm, there are very few folklores I can get into without appropriating someone. <laughs> but yeah. if I write about Black Shuck, I'm basically fine. Yep, you're good. Uh, we are we are lacking a bit in the old folkloric traditions. We don't really have the sort of 
the, the big old sagas and the shit they had up north. No. Um, Which is a but I sad. guess I guess there's a certain element of water to the fishes as well, and that we can't see it because we're living in an evolved form of it. But I think that I think that um, like I'd, I'd be certainly interested to learn more about British folklore and try and play with that and mess around with it and reinvert it. You know. Yes, for sure. Um, Chris. Yes. Do you have any ideas for being a trans creative? I honestly don't. That's weird. <laughs> it's not something I, I know a lot about. I've already come out of my fucking lane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Grats on you and staying in yours. <laughs> as as Grant says, I think I think the big thing is to not necessarily put it as like a, a title card. Yeah. But just be you visibly. Yeah. Yeah, be and, you and and be you loudly because otherwise you're not going to sell any books, regardless of who yeah. you are. Yeah, even, and regardless of how good your games are, you got to yell. I mean, look at Grant's Twitter. Yeah. Oh my god, nothing but thirsty selfies. Right, like and thirsty it... selfies, pictures of models I've, I've not painted yet, <laughs> and games I've released for free. But my point is that that Twitter feed is you being you very loudly. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's definitely me. Definitely me being a version of me. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not it's not all lies. No, it's not. <laughs> um, and that that that's how you get your brand across and how you sell mm. you sell things with your name on mm. it. Yeah, and that's how you've got to be, but just a different version of that. Mm. Just keep being you visibly, so people can see and people will know that you're that, that you're a trans RPG creator. Mm. That's a nice message to end on. I think it is. I think I'm going to go and run a bath of ice water. I think I'm going to go and jump under a train. <laughs> a nice cool train. I'm going to briefly convert to um, Nordic paganism. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I die, in a cowardly manner, I get to go to hell with one L. Yeah. Where at least I'll be cool. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Hardy Dice Friends. Apologies for the um, unconscionably warm audio. Mm-hmm. This in your ear holes. It's, it's a moist, wet episode. And we only have ourselves to blame for that. Yes. We are Grant Howard and Chris Taylor. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter at HDF Podcast. You can also... That was a bit more of a jaunty one. I liked uh, it. This, this week. Um... I could also try. I could try, try and do a cover okay. of a song for the Patreon bit. Now you, no, no, it was right now. Now you say you want to give us money every episode. Well, you can go to our Patreon. Go to our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Hardy Dice Friends. Out of you. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I'm so hot my throat stopped working. Yeah. None of those notes came out right. We, we, we done here. We love you. We, we done here. We love Oh, wait, one more thing. Uh, uh, Friends at gmail.com if you've got a question. Um, we love you, goodbye, stay safe, drink water, wear sunscreen, die in a hole. Bye!